Johnson Jr. and we are here on the 205 Vibe. I'm super excited today because I am at Roosevelt High School. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, it's actually where I finished. Uh, I went to West, uh, then East, uh, and I finished at Roosevelt. Speaking to students and faculty, and I'm here with... Dustin Prince. Dustin, how you doing, man? And I'm, uh, I'm all right. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, I think... Um, I love, you know, when I get a chance to talk to, to staff and kind of just come inside and, and just kind of hear, you know, everyone's perspective about education and where they're currently at. So you're, you're a teacher here at RPS. Uh, and how long have you been at Roosevelt? I've been at Roosevelt. This is my third year. Third year. How would you describe the experience to this point? Uh, it's been one of the greatest experiences of my teaching career, honestly. There's a lot of opportunities available here. That, that's a very, that's a profound, that's a, that's a heavy statement. Uh, why would you say that? Um, I honestly see my teaching career as centering on this idea of uh, mentoring. Um, a lot of the kids here, they, uh, they need positive relationships developed with them. And it just seems to me that a lot of teachers here, they get that. And so having that support network, it's a lot of our conversations in the hallways before and after school and our meetings, it's very uplifting. Um, honestly, I enjoy coming to work every day. A lot of it has to do with those conversations with colleagues. So, I mean, obviously we have the, you know, some of the larger, more, we call them quote unquote traditional high school environments. Um, you know, I'm sure people in those buildings think that, like to think that they have that as well um, with students, those, those relationships. What's the major difference um, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt one, one moment that they have that. Um, one thing that I see here is flexibility. Uh, here, students can operate at their own pace, and we teachers can really take advantage of that. And the student is open to uh, following whatever their interest might be. So you can really, you have that freedom to take your disciplinary domain and mix it up with another disciplinary domain. I just feel like there's a lot more liberty to do that here, and so you get some pretty astounding results from that. So a lot of people on the outside don't understand Roosevelt, right? We hear, you know, some people say, oh, that's where those kids go, or oh, the bad kids and the kids that couldn't cut it, you know, in, 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 in the traditional high schools. What, what is the big misnomer? What is it that people just simply don't understand about what actually happens here? I mean, uh, I tell my students when they walk through the door, they automatically have my respect. Uh, I tell them you're you're doing something you, I know you really don't want to do. You took the you took the hard first step. You know you came you came in. Uh, it's all downhill from here. You know you, you made it. I I feel like that. Uh, to me, the students they've a lot of them they've made mistakes. I've made mistakes, and they're at a point now where they're very serious about making amends or or making up for those mistakes and they can really ride that motivation uh, to, to new and higher goals and they've crashed before they're not afraid of crashing again well some of them are don't get me wrong but, sure sure you know less so than the average student might be so Dustin people are going to listen to this um, and there are lots of adults who who are you know they talk about mentoring uh, they talk about working with 
uh, youth who've you know made mistakes um, but obviously you've you found something about how to connect with them um, what advice would you give people who are trying to who want to be mentors or who want to connect to students uh, how would you tell them that what, 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 you know how do, how do you how does one do that I'm not so sure I do it perfectly myself I, I don't even know if I do a, a good job at that I think a lot of it comes down to self-reflection how well did you do today don't be afraid to, uh, to ask yourself how you can improve to me the students they've been lied to a lot they've been let down they've been backstabbed so I tend to be pretty transparent and honest with my students. I try to model integrity, professionalism, but I think above all, compassion. Um, we need to make room for each other's mistakes, and I feel like in this world, not a lot of people do that. So number one component to mentoring for me is empathy. Awesome, that's fantastic. We I often hear when I go in buildings that, well, you know, t- today's, today's kids are different, you know. Um, do, you, do you buy into that? I think every generation is different from the previous. It has its own set of problems, its own flaws. But I like to remember a quote, and I don't remember which ancient Greek philosopher it was. It may have been Aristotle. I don't lock it's attributed to him, right? Uh, But there was a a piece of writing that dates back well over 2,000 years where it says, today's youth are the worst youth there's ever been. They're corrupt. And it just goes on and on. And and, uh, yeah, I was at a professional development where they asked, can you place this in history? Where do you think this came from? And a lot of people, you know, oh, that's pretty recent. Uh, but no, wow. this, this, wow. this, this mentality, it's been around for a long time. And giving it its historical perspective really helps us to understand, okay, let's step back from our own uh, tunnel vision and, and truly be empathetic here. That's awesome. Um, one of the things that I, I enjoy about my work is that I get to attend every high school graduation. And I got to tell you, you know, the, the graduations at Roosevelt are just uniquely passionate and the families. And then I know everyone's not happy to see their, their children graduate. But Roosevelt, the buzz in the room is just it's, it's intense. It's electrifying. Um, am, I, am I off there? Do you feel I mean, what, what is feeling electrified right now to be honest yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I totally get that it's awesome um so i gotta ask you dustin just before you go like uh your favorite genre of music man what you listening to oh, i'm all over the spectrum honestly uh vietnam war protest music really nah. that's probably where i always go back to okay that's your go-to yeah. what about what's your go-to meal go-to food what do you eat, man? When someone says, hey, it's your birthday, I want to take you out to eat. Uh, is there a place? Is there a, a, a specific dish? Well, all my economic students will tell you that when I when I talk about trade-offs and opportunity cost, I always go back to Buffalo Wild Wings. How many Thai curry can I fit in one meal? What am I giving up? Mango habanero. You know? so, that's it. That's awesome. And then lastly, um, you know, if you're, if you're, is there, is there an all time movie? If there's like a go to movie or a TV show, like, hey, I'm stranded on a desert island, mm-hmm. here's what oh, I want to watch. So uh, I could watch this all day, every day. Interstellar. Okay. Yeah, space travel. I'm all about that. <laughs> Fantastic. Dustin, thank you for your time. And I truly, truly appreciate it. That was, that was, that was, that was awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. And I am so excited that I'm here talking to a Roosevelt student. Um, hello, how are you? Um, so, what's, what's your name, first of all? My name's Dariana. Dariana. Dariana, how old are you? 
I'm 17. You're I'm 17. Turn 17. You're turn 17. So, Dariana, you are a student here at Roosevelt. Um, this is this your first year, second year? Second year. Second year. Uh, tell our audience about how you how you how you got here at Roosevelt. What what landed you here? Um, I got in a little bit of trouble back in my homeschool, um, and I came here for a redemption, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really progressing here. It's great. What do you think it is about the environment here at Roosevelt that has helped you be, you know, get you back on the right track? What, what's what's different here? Everybody's so welcoming. Everybody's just friendly and more influential towards the right side. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what's gotten me this far. Um, just two years. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Fantastic. Um, again, I, knowing that for myself, that, that you know, you kind of get off track a little bit. Um, is there anything in particular that you would say that really stands out that, that really has helped you kind of just focus back on your schoolwork and your, your academics? The teachers. The teachers are really helpful. You can talk to them all the time. It feels like a more closer bond to the teachers. Um, and the self-paced school, it's more... If you need to take a break once in a while it's okay you can take a break and um when you feel ready to keep going you can keep going why do you think it's so important for students like yourself you know the students are going to listen to this what would you want to tell them about you know second chances and, and why do you think that's so important second chances happen because you need to redeem yourself like some kind of redemption um take it don't let it go don't waste a second chance because third chances rarely happen so if you have a second chance in your life of any kind just take it and appreciate it and just choose it out that's fantastic so this will this be your last year uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. And then what do you got? Any plans? What do you want to do next? Um, I want to go to college. Yes. I'm going to be a criminal profiler. There you go. That's awesome. That yes. is fantastic. Well, I really thank you for your time today. Thank, thank you, you for sharing some your experience with uh, with you. the audience. I think that, will, that you're going to help someone. Thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we have someone new here at the table. And you are? John Misha. John Misha. How you doing today? I'm doing. I'm going doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So, John Misha, I've been asking everyone. We're here at Roosevelt, um, and I, I think I've already told the audience. Proud graduate myself from Roosevelt. Um, are you? Can you say that? Are you say? Can you say you're proud to to be a yeah. student here at Roosevelt? Yeah. Yes. I love Roosevelt. Yeah. You love Roosevelt. Yeah. Why? Because it's so much easier to like get your credits here and the teachers are so awesome like yeah the teachers are so good and they work with you when you need help all you gotta do ask for it and they'll help you so tell me about why you think it's just from where you came from this environment just seems to you know work better apparently for you it depends on who you are but why for you specifically why has this worked for you so far because me being who I am, I'm a hands-on person, and Roosevelt is like a hands-on school. So I, I learn. It's easier for me to learn here because of the stuff that they give you, you know, mm-hmm. different from my homeschool. 
different from your home school. Mm-hmm. So have you, is, is it still easy? To, can you still make friends here? You still yeah. have friends? Mm-hmm. You still make friends here? Yeah. Um, so the the big that's the big difference you would say. What, mm-hmm. what did, can we any other differences from like a traditional high school uh, from Roosevelt from some of the other places? You come to Roosevelt and you see like the, the classes are so much smaller from a normal school. Okay. So it's like when you need the teacher, he can help you. He, he ain't gotta work with other people before you. So there are gonna be some students who are gonna listen to this. They're gonna hear mm-hmm. us talking, and. Um, so what, what would you tell students who are listening about getting a second chance and you know getting a fresh start? Why you, why is that important? I feel like if you get a, if you get a second chance, take it because a lot of people don't get second chances in life. So if you get one, don't take advantage of it. You you think uh, you think a student can get a good education here? In the yeah, you can get a better education here. You can get a better education mm-hmm. here. So, what, what some what are some of the things that, that some of the kid, you know students these days are talking about? What's 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 in the new? What, you know, what y'all what's going on? What's hot right now? <laughs> social media, a lot of social media. Social media. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me about social media. What like what what platforms are you on? Where the kids? I'm on. We a lot of kids are on like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Um. So that's like the standard form of communication. And mm-hmm. um, what what kind of stuff is going on on there? Is it just pictures? Is it it's, just yeah, a lot of pictures and stuff. So when you get done here, what you what do you want to do when you when you get done with Roosevelt? I'm gonna go to college. You wanna go to college? Yeah, that's what's up. Have you thought about where? What you want to study? What you want to? I want to be an RN. I'm gonna go to Rust University in Mississippi. Whoa, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. I love. I, you know, I got some family in Mississippi. Really? What? What? So, what drove you to be to the nursing kind of side? Um, I like helping people. And you think Roosevelt has prepared you to kind of for the work that's going to take to do for for the next level? You know, you think you how how is how is that? How do you how do you think about that? Like you know Roosevelt, you know this is one form of getting my education. Mm-hmm. You, how do you think it's prepared you to, for the next level? But Roosevelt prepared me because, like, when I was at my old school, I wasn't really learning as much. So it's like when I come here, it's like yeah, I want to help people because they feel me the way they help me. That's how I want to help people. What you what you what's hot? What you bumping right now? What you listening to? What you listen, what's in your iPod? What's in, what's in your eye? In your, a lot of, a lot of, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. What about what is if, John Misha? If I um, if if it was your birthday or mm-hmm. somebody was gonna take you, your family <laughs> says John Misha's your birthday. We gonna take you out to eat. <laughs> where would you? What you? What you? Where, where you want to go? Where, what's your I favorite food? I wanna go to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I yeah. see, so people get to know a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. You want to go to Texas Roadhouse? And yeah. Then what about on TV? What you watching? Oh, a lot of I watch a lot of Love and Hip Hop. Okay, Love and Hip Hop. I know it's yeah. a popular show. Yeah. Well, John Misha, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you, and I wish you nothing but the best. Good luck to you. Thank you. And I am just really enjoying my time here at Roosevelt, speaking to faculty members and talking to students. And I am now speaking with Ayla Pechkowski. Hello, Ayla. So you're here. How long have you? How long have you been here teaching here at Roosevelt? Uh, three and a half years. Three and a half years. So do you have a discipline or a particular area that you focus in? Yes. So I teach English, and then last year I um, decided to go part day special education as well. 
So is there something in particular why you 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 want to be in this environment? Have you you know what's what's your background? I mean, have you been in you've taught in different settings? Yeah. So um, I used to teach in Phoenix, Arizona, and it was um, kind of a similar demographic. And I had the privilege of being able to work with like a very um, diverse group of students. And then when I moved back, I saw an opening at Roosevelt, and I interviewed. And what really draws me to this school is just like the the diversity in population, and um, I think more than anything, like the students' um, drive and passion to complete their education and get their high school diploma. Do you think it takes a certain type of, I don't know, person or personality um, to be to work in to work in, in this type of environment? Um, one of the things I, I hear the students they always talk about the teachers here, so it tells me that there's a certain type of some type of culture that's been established. How would you describe that? Yeah, so there's just this culture of respect, but it doesn't just um, happen amongst staff or just amongst students. It, it, it transcends all populations here. So the same respect that you would see administration showing the teachers, you see them showing the students and vice versa. And I think more than anything, like uh, the level of empathy that we all exhibit um, helps their be a success that I don't think I've seen elsewhere. So how would you, you know, lots of people have lots of, you know, misunderstanding uh, about Roosevelt and what goes on here and the people who are here. You know, how, what are some of the things you would, you would, you would just try to dispel that, you know, how would you, what are some things you would describe about, you know, what actually does happen here? Mm -hmm. So I think, um, sometimes I'll hear um, from outsiders like, oh, uh, you work with like bad kids. <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> these kids are not bad. These Most of them have overcome obstacles that I could never, ever imagine facing. And then the other thing is that um, it's like easy. Mm-hmm. And it's not there's the same rigor there's the same district curriculum that's being followed and the kids complete the same um, expectations here that they would have to complete at another school so is it fair to say is certainly like the student can get a, a good education not only in our system but here at roosevelt yeah a student can get an outstanding education here so we have lots, there are lots of people out there who who say they want to work with this type of population and uh, who want to mentor and display that level of empathy. And so the people who are going to listen to this, um, you know, how, how would you advise them about an approach, if you will, for how to do that kind of work? In addition to teaching, you know, whatever is kind of the core curriculum, but there's obviously something else that needs to happen uh, when you're working with with students. I think um, the most important thing is being hands-on and getting the experience. Like, it's great to say you want to do this or you want to work with a certain population, but really, like, jumping in and trying it out is a totally different, you know, it's a totally different thing than just saying it. What do you think about this idea of, um, you know, choices in in, in an educational system? Um, you know, you have this as an option. There are those who choose private schools, charter schools. Um, you know, is that important to have a, a kind of a menu of options and choices for, for families? Why, why is that important, or do you think that's... You know, I think that, that people have the right to choice, but 
I think that we need to be careful because for those families that might not have access to choices that other families have, their child still deserves that same quality of education that um, the families that have greater choices um, their kids are receiving. How would you describe the people you work with? Um, they're some of the best people I know. They are not only passionate about their content area, but they're passionate about our students and they're passionate about seeing change in the greater community. And do you think the students see that? Do they see your camaraderie with your colleagues? How does that help? I mean, when, you, when, when students see that, do you think that adds to um, just their whole educational experience? Yeah, because I think when students see staff members invested in one another and invested in the school, right, it builds this level of trust. And when the trust is there and this like basic level of need is met, then they are so much more willing to dive into the curriculum and the content and learn the basic skills that we want them to learn. You, that's, so thank you. That I just, I, I, can, I can, just sitting here talking to you and listening to you, I can feel your passion for the work that you do and why you're here. I think that is outstanding. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. So I have to ask you, I always ask everyone a fun question. First, before I do though, um, tell me about Arizona, just the transition here. Um, is it is it very different? Is it is how from where you came from? What what is there something in particular about this area? Um, you know, because we talk about Rockford a lot, and and uh, we try to get our students to come back here and work and live. Um, can that can 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 that happen in in Rockford? And I mean, how would you describe kind of the landscape here? And is this a good place to live and work? Yeah, I think I think the main thing. Um, that really separates this from um, there is there is an educational crisis, and I know that it is throughout the nation with a teacher shortage. But there, um, it it was almost joked upon that it's like a revolving door, mm-hmm. and there's not a revolving door here, right? You step into RPS, you and as an educator. I don't want to walk out the door like I want to be here and I want to be here because of administration because of the students and because what Rockford offers and there is definitely this ability to grow and it's not just our district it's in this area and I think that it is very realistic to say that students should want to come back and have what the region offers. Fantastic. So I have this last last question. I have just like three fun questions, just so people get to know you a little bit. Um, so what are you? What are you, what are you listening to? What, what music? You have a favorite genre of music or an artist? Yeah. So the students really laugh at me, but I really <laughs> like listening to Tupac in the morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. What about um, if you were somewhere and you just said if you had to. Uh, turn on a movie or a TV show. Like, do you have a go-to favorite something that you watch? I like The Big Bang Theory. Okay, okay. And then lastly, um, your birthday. So, we want to take you out to eat. What, what, what are you eating, or where are we going? Mm, maybe Kyoto's, and we're gonna get sushi. Nice. I love it. Thank you so much for Thank your time. You. I really appreciate it. Artisha, how you doing, Artisha? I'm doing well, thank you. 
So we 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 here at Roosevelt. Uh, how long have you been coming to school here? Two years. Two years now. Talk about what your experience has been like so far here at Roosevelt. My experience has been amazing. I've had many many opportunities open up just being at Roosevelt, being a Roosevelt student, having connections with teachers that have connections outside of school. What do you think people on the outside or who, you know, who don't know about what Roosevelt really is or really does, um, what would you tell them was really one of the real truths about Roosevelt? It's the best thing to set you up for life. Um, it's not like a traditional school where you, you kind of go at the pace of everybody. Here you get to go at your own pace, which is like how life is. You go at your own pace, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Why, do you, why is that so important? Why do you think that's important to be able to work at your own pace? It makes it a lot easier to, to accomplish goals because you're not working on other people's goals. You're working on your own and your mm-hmm. own self. Um, so how, how did you, how would you say you kind of, you got here? What was going on with you? A lot of family stuff that was out of my control. I wasn't able to attend school, so I kind of fell behind. And then this was my stepping stone to get back on track. Okay. So, and that's important, right? To get back mm-hmm. on track, you know. Um, so the other students, there are going to be other students who are going to listen to this and hear this. Um, who may have gone through something similar mm-hmm. with you that, that you went through and other students have gone through. Um, what would you tell them about um, getting back on track and getting a, you know, getting another chance? I would say it doesn't matter how long it takes because everybody has a different path. So don't, don't go off of what you see your friends doing or you see somebody else. Well, well they did it already. Like, it's, it depends on you. Your journey is your journey. It happens when it will happen. So don't. Don't force it. I appreciate the moment. So how old are you? I'm 19. You're 19. So what's going on with today's, what would you say, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, today's today's youth, is there anything, uh, what do you guys talk about? What do you and your friends talk about? You talk about things happening in the world, things that are happening locally in the city. You know, what do people, what do, your, what do you all discuss? We talk about a lot of local things because it's close to home. So it affects you more than the whole sure. wide world type. Yeah. Do you think once you finish your Roosevelt, or do you think you see yourself, what do you, what do you want to do next? Plan on going to college. Okay. Do you think you would ever come back here to live and work in Rockford? I think I would. I definitely think, do think I would. What, are, what, are, what is there, are there things to do here in Rockford? things to do but you have to have the initiative to go out and do it you have to have the initiative that is very true um if there's one thing you could pinpoint you would say hey you know what this is the best thing about um coming here this you know this decision um what 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 would you say has helped you the most networking networking networking. what's hot right now what you listening to What's 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 what's, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's uh, what you got listen to when you turn on your car and your radio? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Janae Aiko. Okay. Um, what about uh, what you watching on TV? I don't watch TV. You don't watch TV movies? What about movies? None of that. Okay. What about um, if someone asks you, hey, what's your favorite food? Where you want to go out to eat? Your favorite restaurant? Do you have? Mm-hmm. I'll say Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real answer. <laughs> That is a real answer. Well, I really, really thank you for your time today. Thank you for being very open and very honest about uh, you and your experience. I really appreciate it. I'm just excited. You know, um, I'm speaking with a great group of 
faculty. I've spoken with a great group of students. And we are here with... I am uh, Nikki Rundle Royal, and I am the school social worker at Roosevelt. Nikki, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. So are you, are you, you, so you're a social worker here. Are you here full time? I am not. I'm here three days a week. Three days a week. So talk about your work. You know, what does a social worker do in Rockford Public School System? Well, it kind of looks different at different schools. Roosevelt, since I inherited the building about, I think I'm going on my fifth year right now, um, our role has been pretty much to service all students in terms of any kind of mental health concerns that are going on, um, just everyday stressors or um, needing help finding support in the community for housing or for um, you know public assistance things of that nature. Um, And then I also run groups uh, for students who are identified on our strengths difficulties questionnaire that all students take when they um, register at Roosevelt to see if they need additional support in the area of, let's say, um, peer relationships or, um, you know, how to control their anger, things like that. So Nikki, just if someone's the the people who are going to be listening to this, if they just want to get into that type of work, what, what do they need to kind of have in their background and what advice would you give them just for people who want to, who are interested in being a social worker? Sure. Um, so I would say um, you need a bachelor's degree. Actually, you need a master's degree to become a social worker. So I got my bachelor's degree in psychology and then I went on and got my master's of social work degree. Um, and then from there, you also need, if you want to work in a school, a school certification. So I have a type 73 school cert- certification. Um, and so, yeah, that's the basics. That's that's. I think that's important, just because like people hear that and think, oh, oh, social worker, I can just go talk to people. Right. But there's a, there are other things that come along with that. How would you describe you? So you've been here now for a while, uh, particularly in the, in, the, in this building. Um, but is there what, how how is this building different? I mean, what's the uniqueness about working with this this staff and, and these students? I would just say it's the, the benefit of having a smaller building. You're able to really form those relationships a lot easier than you can in a larger building. So not only with um, staff, but also with students, you know, um, being kind of on a first name basis with students, there's kind of um, just a more informal, um, but still with respect, um, just kind of environment and culture, I feel like, um, you know, working in, I've worked in a number of buildings and um, my roles in some other buildings are more geared towards special ed students, which I certainly have here, um, students who have social work time on an IEP. Um, so I have that as well. But um, like I said, when I inherited this building, the focus was more on kind of all students. Mm-hmm. Um, some people may listen to this and say, well, you know, kids are just, they're just supposed to, you're supposed to teach them how to write and, and do math and read. Why does a school need a social worker? Like, why is that even relevant? Yeah. And I guess I would just say, you know, when you look at employability and, and skills that an employer is looking for, they're looking for those soft skills as well. So, you know, being able to, um, talk to people, you know, how, how you communicate, how you, um, you know, show up on time and how you're organizing yourself. And all of that is stuff that I, you know, I'm able to address when I talk to a student that they might not get, they'll get some of it in a classroom, but we go a little bit more in depth with certain um, soft skills, I would say. Um, 
so you've been in the district a while and we have these uh, you know uh, you know these different we have certain choices and options for schools um people don't i don't think really understand roosevelt per se um what is it what is it one of the misnomers what is it that people don't how would you describe what, what you know and, and kind of help dispel some of the myths about what people may or may not think about roosevelt and the people who um who attend school here and work here um i would just say i feel like we've come a long way from from when i started here there was this con- you know misconception that you know it was for kids who were you know, had behavioral issues or who are always in trouble. And um, that's totally not what it is. And it's it's really kind of, it, it, I would say, kind of more strict in the sense that students are here because they know that they want to have this second chance to, to get these credits, to, um, you know, get to where they need to be in order to graduate. And so um, if they know that they're here because they want to be here versus because they have to be here, they're much more likely to take it seriously. And I feel like that's what we find here with our students. So you worked here and you worked in different buildings. Um, I, I often hear in our system this term social emotional um, and that a lot of our kids come to us with these social emotional issues. It's kind of like a term that we we use a lot uh, in our school system. Um, how would you describe it? Do you think that there is um, that there is credence to that? Do you think that's legitimate? Um, and from you know from someone who do you know who does the work, uh, what does that look like from your lens? Uh, the social emotional that that conversation. Um, I feel like it's huge. You know, social emotional learning standards are up there with you know the other Illinois um, you know learning standards and. Without it, you really can't function as a human being. So not only for our students, but for, you know, our community in general. You know, when you look, turn on the news and you see, you know, how people are handling their conflicts with violence. And if if we go back to the basics of how how we treat people, kind of what you learn in preschool, um, if, if they continue that throughout that education throughout your school years, I feel like we would have much less. violence in our communities and um, just more high-functioning high individuals. Awesome. Nikki, very well done. That, that thank was you. thank you for that information. Um, I did want to ask you before you go, I just been, I ask everyone this, um, just some fun questions, just so sure. people want to just know you a little bit. So Nikki, you, you, what kind of music, your genre of music, what you bumping? I, I would say I am very eclectic. I like a lot. Um, I'm definitely for the old school stuff, yes. like the 90s. Um, I was I was born in the eight, early 80s, so the 90s music is kind of my thing. So whether that be 90s R&B or there 90s grunge, like pretty much everything. Awesome. Um, so it's your birthday. Someone in your family wants to take you out to eat. You have a favorite restaurant or a favorite dish, yes. um, or something your go-to like meal. All ethnic food, so mm. like take me to the India House buffet mm. or take me to Thai Hut. Those are my two spots. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, um, what about uh, if you're watching something and you have a favorite movie or mm. a TV show? Like, it's hard because I kind of go on spurts where I'll watch some a whole season of something and then I'll switch to something else. So right now, my current. Um, 
binge nighttime binge after the kids go to bed is power um, oh so, yeah, very it's good it's a good one it's intense but yeah mickey i'm so glad that you're here I'm so glad you and our system that you work here and do the work that you do and i really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and sharing that uh with the masses so i really appreciate it thank you thank keep you. up the great work thank you thank you for listening to the 205 vibe podcast subscribe to the 205 vibe on apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you are listening now. Check out the blog, videos, and news on rps205.com slash 205vibe.